0: four walls i'm your host james madison the only ancap this side of the great divide today i have some good news and some better news at least from my perspective we have over 50 cops not just any cops the riot squad from portland resigned and along with them multiple detective units have decided to resign citing lack of support from city hall i'll be reading this article and more Today's date is Friday, June 18th, 2021. Let's get right into it. Our story today comes from Daily Mail. Well, dailymail.co.uk specifically. Again, NewsGuard certified. The headline of this article is Portland's police. Portland's police's entire riot squad of 50 resigns in protest after cops charged with assault for striking activist photographer during BLM protest that saw federal buildings set alight. Now I know a little bit about this story. This woman was told by officers to get onto the sidewalk this happened in I believe August of 2020 she was told to get on the sidewalk and at this point she had already struck an officer was told to get on the sidewalk did not comply the officer who she struck shoved him shoved her with his baton she went down to the ground went to get up and the cop smacked her with it my personal opinion is he should have smacked her twice as hard like whack a mole, you know. They pop up. you hit them a little bit harder every time. This article is by Peter Belfour for DailyMail.com, published the seventeenth of June, twenty twenty-one, updated at seven twenty-three on the eighteenth of June, twenty twenty-one. <laughs> Let's begin. The Portland Police Union said the officer would be on would be leaving the squad. In response to an indictment on Tuesday of member Corey Budworth, Budworth was charged with assault related to an August 18th, 2020 incident, see, in which he allegedly struck photographer Terry Jacobs with a baton. Side note here, she was pretending to be a journalist. She had a fake press shit fake press credentials now i'm not one to say you need to have these bullshit federally recognized press credentials you don't as the great patron saint of honest reporting andrew breitbart would say if you have a phone you are now a journalist but she was using her fake press badge that she most likely got off wish or amazon probably amazon because it allows you customizable features to pretend to be a journalist while she enacted violent acts on innocent citizenry. Uh, I believe all police are criminals, so I can't say innocent police. But this woman, by all means, was part of the riots and the terrorist group known as Antifa. And I'll be surprised if this article even refers Antifa, but we shall see. I'll give this article the benefit of the doubt. The police union said... The officers were set upon by 200 protesters and that Budworth had accidentally hit Jacobs in the head. Accidentally. They have also claimed Jacobs was part of the riot. She was not charged with any crime and was awarded $50,000 settlement by the city of Portland over the incident. Actually, they also paid, I believe, either ten or $11,000. They paid for her attorney fees as well. So she got... All in all, with this settlement and the 11000 for her, her attorney, she walked out of that courtroom with some $61,000 of taxpayer dollars because she's a dumbass. And the system rewards dumbasses. Despite the resignation of officers... Oh, really? Despite the resignation of officers... ...would remain employed by Portland Police Department. It's not clear how this will affect the department's ability to respond to riots. Now, let me just start off by saying... ...riot police do not respond to protests. Riot police respond to riots. And if you know anything about Portland from 2016 to today... ...it's nothing but a non-stop dumpster fire of riots... Why did I say dumpster fire specifically? Oh, I hope this article gets into it. Now, what has me curious here these are just the bulletin points that Daily Mail likes to put at the top of their articles that just give you the quick summary. These are, you know, bullet points from the entire article. Despite the resignations of the officers, they would remain employed by Portland Police Department. So, even though these cops have resigned and are no longer to be seen frontline action, they are still going to be paid taxpayer dollars. That is bullshit. And Ted Wheeler, the spineless cunt that runs Portland, he begged them not to quit, and they did anyway. So, hats off to these cops for resigning. Now, I would re- now if I was them, I would resign and not continue to receive any payment for, you know, my lack of service to the community. Before I get into the article, I do want to remind everybody. That the official policy of Inside Four Walls is fuck the police and abolish them. Now, the reason I say that is the federal government has their fingers so deep in the American policing system that it's a monopoly on violence. And I do not support that. My firm policy is defed everything. The federal government should have zero say in 99.99% of every American's life. And that goes to all facets of American society. All the great cops resigned from the middle of 2019 through 2020 and today. It's known as Blue Flu. Thousands of police across the country have continued to resign in mass numbers in response to their corrupt city, their corrupt state, and the corrupt government. The cops that are joining the force today and are choosing to remain on the force, not you know—not the new recruits, but the ones who've been there for a while who choose to stay, are fucking criminals. Now, you can try and tell me all day long Well, not all cops. Yes, all cops. All cops. Sorry, all cops. I'm pretty far to the right on most issues and topics, but when it comes to police, defund and disband. Hire private security across all cities, counties, and states. Sure, if you want to have some sort of, like, state-controlled and regulated state police force, fine. I can get the argument for that. But state exclusively controls those. No federal input or say. And every county at least should have a private security force paid for. I don't like taxes. Taxes are theft. Taxation is theft. But if you're going to have that, and you as an individual are not willing to pay out of pocket for private security, then some sort of collectivizing action has to be taken, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Or, alternatively, every single American citizen should be armed. Then you will not need these bullshit police forces. (laughs) Another thing about police. Most of these these police will kick down your door, seize your second amendment, and knock your fucking teeth out for using your first amendment to protest them. Make no mistake. Cops are not your friends. They are the obedient lapdogs of the corruption in the state. (laughs) A cop will beat you down with a baton and be thankful the roles were not reversed and it's him on the ground getting whapped. Please, do not make any fucking mistake. If I had enough money and power to do it, I would hire Blackwater to be my security force. You don't know who Blackwater is? They are a Michigan-based militia force. They've been disbanded and reunited multiple times. They were hired by Dirk W. Bush and many people since and before simon mann is worth a read i highly suggest looking into anything relating to simon mann dude is an absolute fucking mad lad now let's read the article about these cops the resignations were effective immediately according to the portland police bureau and come after the indictment on Tuesday of Officer Corey Budworth for assaults during an incident in which he allegedly struck a photographer Terry Jacobs in the head during a riot last August. Unfortunately, this decorated public servant has been caught in the crossfire of an agenda-driven city. <clears throat> Sorry, cr- caught in the crossfire of agenda-driven city leaders and politicized criminal justice systems. The Portland Police Association said in a statement Tuesday, Video of the incident was shared on social media in which Budworth appears to push the photographer who has been identified as Jacobs, an activist, and then striking her in the head with his baton. Now in the same sentence, they really let the mask slip, don't they? She's just a photographer and activist. (laughs) Hmm Jacobs says she was attacked despite carrying a press card. Again, it was a fake press card that you had custom made. I have a lot of experience with these, but when I do it I do not use my custom made press credentials to commit crimes. I use them to document incidents and assaults and riots as they happen. I myself may be in the crowd, but I will not partake in any destructive or violent activities. I am simply there to document shit. That is all, nothing more, and nothing less. At most you'd call me a documentarian, I guess. Anyway, back to the article. Jacob says she was attacked despite carrying a press card. She was not charged with any crime and received a $50,000 settlement from the city of Portland as a result of the baton strikes. Cops have continued to insist she was part of the riot which set the government building alight. With a petrol bomb. Now when they say petrol bomb. They mean Molotov cocktail. Why do I know? Because when you watch the footage of this night. You see the Molotov cocktails lit on fire. And fly into the building. Petrol bomb is a fancy way of saying. Molotov fucking cocktail. And again. Yes she was part of the riot. She was not a press member. She was not there in good faith. Of being a press member or journalist. She was there. To only play her little press card play when she gets in trouble. Actually, she better be a great Associated Press member, send her to Hezbollah, and have her film that shit. After all, Sharia law is so kind to women. Especially white redheads from America. She's the ugliest cunt you've ever seen, too, by the way. Anyway... The officers of the Rapid Response Team (RRT), which is equipped to handle riots, will remain employed by the Port- by the Portland. De- Sorry, I'll restart that. The officers from the Rapid Response Team (RRT), which is equipped to handle riots, will remain employed by Portland's Police Department. The P.P.B. said, and that's uh, Portland Police Bureau (P.P.B.) said, but would no longer be part of the team. Okay, so let's touch on that real quick. They have resigned, right? But they're still going to be employed, even though they will not see riot action. But they are riot police. They still will be paid as a riot cop, even though they are resigned and no longer part of the riots. Or the riot squad. As a taxpayer, I fucking despise that shit. It is not clear how the resignations will affect the department's effectiveness during riots, with the Oregon City experiencing nightly unrest in its downtown districts for the last year. Alright, how will the entire riot task force resigning affect the city's ability to counter riots? Hmm. How will my toaster being broken affect my ability to make toast? I wonder... My gun with an empty clip. I wonder how having an empty clip in my gun will affect my ability to fire this firearm. Two plus two is five, if you didn't know. And remember, it says unrest in its district down in this downtown district for the last year. Unrest in this downtown district for the last year. Continuing. Quote, Under cover of darkness, a group of two hundred demonstrators, many equipped with tactical helmets, face covered I wish this ugly redheaded bitch was wearing a face cover. Face covered and armed with a variety of weapons, sparked a night of violence. Multiple dumpsters were set on fire, buildings were defaced, and windows were broken. The Portland Police Association said, giving its version of events of August 18th, when the assault allegedly occurred. These sound like real peaceful folks. If you haven't heard, Antifa is a myth. It's just an idea. It's not a real thing. It's, it's, it's made up on Capitol Hill," said Nadler, the fat fuck. It kind of looks like Oswald Cobblepot a little bit. And e- eventually, the event escalated, and there was a dec- and it was declared a riot. Now we have a tweet here from someone named ivpdx at ivpdx. Hey, at Portland Police, is Officer 37 going to be fired from his job, or is this not enough evidence for you? Hashtag Portland protest. Really should be Portland riots. And just so you know the level of delinquent we're dealing with here. The profile picture of Ivy is a emo sailor moon with big ass plugs and tattooed knuckles that say fight evil. Just a reminder, if you have an anime profile picture, your entire existence is invalid and irrelevant. God, she's such an ugly bitch. You know, if you know what fetal alcohol syndrome looks like, or or like how to tell when you look at faces, you know, the eyes, nose, and mouth ratios that come with fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, this bitch is monitoring about 40-40 ounces in 40 seconds flat every single day for 40 days straight for 40 months straight this bitch drank the world's flood while she was pregnant with this bitch. ugly unnatural red-headed twat and dudes she has a septum piercing if you see a girl with a septum piercing run by the way these bulls will charge at you if you're wearing red especially if you're wearing something red that says make america great again they will really charge at you ugly bull bitches like this hate the color red Portland's entire riot squad resigns after Corey Bud, they call him Bud, was filmed hitting protester, hitting rioter Terry Jacobs, pictured with a baton last August. This is a real ugly skank. Her eyes are like a mile apart, the right one's twice the size of the left one, and like this crooked ass, half ass smile with her fucked up yellow teeth, and her bulbous nose. Jesus, Chewbacca. Can you just smell the patriarchy from a mile away with that fucking snot box? Oh my god. You know, quite frankly, that cop smashed her in the nose. It would have helped her. I would have fixed it. Handsome Squidward, this bitch. And I have another picture here, and she's even uglier with more nose piercings. Ew. We're in fucking cougar print, and you're like, what, 25? You really are the crazy cat lady, aren't you, you fucking twat? Portland's entire riot squad has resigned after Officer Corey Budd was filmed hitting... Pro- God damn it. This is the same thing on both these fucking pictures. Ooh, we have a video here. It's probably going to have an ad first, so... Oh, cops clear the street declaring... Yep, there's an ad, so I'll read this and then go up to it. After nearly 75 consecutive nights of violence, destruction in mayhem, a small group of RRT Rapid Response Team officers, including... Officer Budsworth were again tasked with dealing with the riot. Dealing with the riot. And the the description continued per PPB command staff orders. RRT officers cleared the rioters from the area to allow the fire bureau to extinguish the blaze, but rioters were not satisfied. Yeah, you're trying to Play this video, and describe as best as possible what's going on in the footage. Okay, so in the beginning when you heard that yelling, there was the Riot Squad standing shoulder to shoulder in a wall of people. Adjacent to them was a massive crowd of Antifa faggots. One of them lobbed something across and then now in the video the riot squad is charging the group of Antifa faggots. There is mace, tear gas, and fire and fire, of course. You are throwing smoke grenades, and it looks like Molotovs are being flung back. Hazards are being fired. I hear gunshots in the background, but do not see any guns in sight. Never mind. One of them did pull a gun on the cops and just fired it. All right. After nearly five, after nearly seventy-five continuous nights of violence and destruction and mayhem, a small group of rapid response team officers, including Officer Budworth were again tasked with dealing with the riot. And the description continued per PPB command staff orders. RRT officers cleared the rioters from the area to allow the fire bureau to extinguish the blaze, but the rioters were not satisfied. RRT was again deployed to, dispe- to disperse the crowd and prevent any further violent <clears throat> any further violence and criminal activity. A uh, confrontation then, ens- then ensued. As RRT officers worked to clear the rioting crowd, Officer Budworth was forcefully knocked to the ground. The crowd grew even more aggressive, prompting other RRT officers to deploy pepper spray and less lethal munitions and try to break up the riot. Now, right here is important. Officer Budworth was forcefully knocked to the ground. Going forward with this article, Remember, this cop has officially been assaulted. Daily Mail UK, in this paragraph right here, clearly states he was forcefully knocked to the ground by rioters. Also, I do not like how Daily Mail UK is switching between referring to them as rioters and protesters. They're either one or the other, and from all footage and evidence here, they are rioters. I do not appreciate the corporate doublespeak, Daily Mail. The union said an officer then attempted to arrest one of the rioters when others began to interfere. Per his training and in response to the active act of aggression of a rioter interfering with a lawful arrest, Officer Budworth used his baton to push to move a rioter, now known to be Terry Jacobs, out of the area. As Officer Budworth cleared Miss Jacobs from the area to stop her criminal activity. Miss Jacobs fell to the ground. The union continued Now right here in this paragraph, please keep in fucking mind that it said Miss Jacobs or as Officer Budworth cleared Miss Jacobs from the area to stop her criminal activity. Miss Jacobs fell to the ground. Jacobs was part of a violent riot. We have more footage. I'd be so mad there's an ad in front of this. Hmm. Reasonably believing that she was getting back up to re-engage in her unlawful activities, Officer Budworth employed one last baton push to try and keep her on the ground, which accidentally struck Miss Jacobs in the head. Now I do not for one fucking second believe it was an accident, and I fully believe he should have hit the bitch a little harder. The PPA said Budworth indict Budworth's indictment. By Multima District? Multima District Attorney Mike Schmidt, ignored the reality of the chaotic situation. Yeah, no shit. And now we have footage here of uh, Jacobs being pushed to the ground. The video starts with her charging an officer as she's being told to stay on the sidewalk. that loud crack you just heard a second ago was Officer Budworth being cracked over the head with something. Assumingly, it's hard to tell with the helmet on, but the red hair certainly indicates that it was Jacobs who did the assault. Now, Now, at this point, you hear them say police are doing lawful actions stay on the sidewalk she did not this is the first push we have he shoved to the sidewalk and then she immediately goes to get up and she has grabbing motion like she's grabbing at the cop as she gets up cop just shoved her to the ground yep she goes to get up her hand reaches towards the baton and he does a shove, straight in this ugly bitch's ugly, big-ass nose and mouth. And I like how the audio, all the subtitles here say, Fuck you, you fat ass. One for one. Let's go. I want to, I want you to listen closely to what you hear. She's clearly said, fuck you, you fascist. Which is hilarious coming from the fascist again antifa uses fear tactics to try and scare society into giving them what they want that is the definition of terrorism and fascism using force and fear to obtain your wants and goals and this dumb fucking slut calls him a fascist he should have hit her harder And quite frankly, he should have smashed her mound the same way Gallagher smashes mounds with Sledge-O-Matic.
1: Good job, 37!
0: (laughs) Fuck yeah, good job, 37. I couldn't agree more. Surprised that BLM bitch says something I agree with. Probably the only time BLM people will say anything I agree with. Now back to the article. Reasonably believing she was gaining backup to re-engage in her unlawful activities, Officer Budworth employed one last baton push to try and keep her on the ground, which accidentally struck Ms. Jacobs in her ugly fucking head. The PPA said Budworth's indictment by Malmah District Attorney Mike Schmidt ignored the reality of the chaos situation. Quote, We asked our community to wait for all of the facts before passing judgment. We, we trust in our criminal justice system When the system is fairly and objectively applied, the. Sorry. When the system fairly and objectively applies the rules of law. The statement continued Once the full picture is revealed, we are confident that justice will prevail. The Officer Budworth will be exonerated of all charges. Well, my friend, I have a fucking M. Night Shyamalan level plot twist for you, if that's what you expected. You cannot have any faith in the American judicial system. The best thing you can do when you get arrested or fined or whatever when you're in handcuffs is shut the fuck up. If you say anything, say lawyer or say representation and shut the fuck up. Say nothing else, say nothing less. Just either say nothing at all or say I want a lawyer and then shut the fuck up. The Fifth Amendment isn't just... I have the right. I, I I accept the right to remain silent, and to keep you from, you know, getting anyone else in trouble. It also is to keep you out of trouble, especially unfairly. And you can, they can bring you in attorneys and lawyers, and you can deny them as they come in if you get a bad feeling from them. Now back to the article. <clears throat> Schmidt office released a statement on Thursday in response to the resignations. Why is it begging them to stay? Quote, management and staffing, the rapid response team falls within the purview of the leadership of the Portland Police Bureau. I have confidence that the Bureau will continue their mission to maintain public safety. In the meantime, my office will continue to focus on the fair and just prosecution of criminal matters. We cannot expect the community to trust law enforcement if we hold ourselves to a lower standard. You are in Portland, dude. That state, and that city, is as low standards as you can fucking go. And I have to wonder, why are people like civilians still living in Portland or in Seattle in general? I know this dumbass steroid dude named Dan who moved out there from Michigan. I hope he listens to this because you'll know exactly who who he is what a gummy butt now I don't know why the fuck he stays there if I was him I'd do the smart thing get my wife my kid and my mom the fuck up out of that bitch and leave but no, no. like all the roid head he chooses to fucking stay put whatever and well I should say like all the roid head he's a fucking idiot and chooses to stay with his wife and kid in fucking Portland dumbass if you listen to this, you're a dumbass. I don't care how big you are, I'll say to your face, you dumbass. Ugh. In addition to the criminal charge against Budworth, Jacob sued Budworth in September for excessive force. He really should have used excessive force and given that bitch something to really cry about. In September for excessive force, claiming that, quote, he swung his trenchion like a baseball bat at miss jacob striking her several times according to the copy of the suit obtained by the william t week i've never heard of that outlet and again i just watched the footage and played it for you 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 can look at the footage yourself that baton comes in contact with her twice and she says several times lying cunt and I want to know, why do all these Antifa people look like the ugliest carpet-bagging heroin junkies you've ever fucking seen? They all look like that fetus or razorhead baby thing from that one Resident Evil game that got canceled. PT. It looks like the sink baby from PT. They all do, with, like, rainbow-colored hair. do you want to know what I mean, download Tinder or any other dating app and set your location to Portland, Seattle, and then just look what comes up. I'm not kidding. I've done this experiment. Do it. Just look at the fucking circus acts that come up. And they all have things like smash the fash, hashtag Antifa soldier and shit. There is no beautiful people in BLM or Antifa. They're all ugly, unhappy, white people. All unhappy, ugly, Ugly ugly-ass white people. (sighs) As Miss Jacobs was knocked to the ground, she was terrified that the officer was going to continue to attack her and she feared that she might never get up again if, she, if he continued with his violent attack the complaint continued the city reached a $50,000 settlement with Jacobs in February in addition to 11000 in attorney fees now my question is how does I don't know how people find themselves in a cuckolding relationship I especially can understand how a city and a whole state find themselves being cucked by one ugly ginger. Y'all paid this cunt. Y'all paid the terrorist. Y'all did a Ronald Reagan and said we do not negotiate with terrorists and then negotiate with terrorists. Good job, you dumb fucks. A spineless governor with a spineless mayor in Seattle and Portland. To quote the Joker, you get what you fucking deserve. Schmidt's office said it had learned of Jacob's identity when she filed the suit. So you mean to tell me your police force is so inept that it took until you got sued for you to figure out who the attacker was? Oh, God. If you're one of my international listeners, make note. This is the American legal system. Broken as hell. Uh, sharing her version of events with KATU, K-A-T-U, all caps. In April, Jacob said, I'm doing my very best to get to the sidewalk, and it feels like it doesn't matter where I am or what I do. These police officers are going to run me over and ram into me. I really wasn't aware what was happening or the pain i was in until i was on the sidewalk and then i realized like whoa my back my head like what is happening here what's happening here sweetheart that cop didn't hit you hard enough he only knocked half of the iq points out of your head you shouldn't go on for the full hundred percent of your brain she said she was trying to help a friend lying on the road oh a sweet whore isn't she trying to help a friend lay on the road when she was struck, and added that her camera was smashed during the incident. Well, that's okay. We got about a million angles of the same thing from a bunch of other people whose phones weren't smashed. Maybe don't be part of the riot and we're going to be part of the press and you won't get your shit smashed, you dumb bitch. And hey, you're more worried about your, uh... You're more worried about your phone getting smashed instead of your ugly fucking face. Maybe because your face getting smashed was actually an improvement to your looks. For real, uh, you look like how Tyrion Lannister should have looked in like looked in the show. Like, if you read the books, she looks like how she looks like fucking Tyrion Lannister does in the book, all pig nosed and shit. <coughs> ah. <coughs> oh, this part's funny. Jacob's Facebook profile includes a photo of a group of black-clad people giving the finger to passing vehicles. That is blurred in front of a boarded-up building. She's totally not part of this guys she also shared photos of herself protesting on her Instagram page protesting or rioting on her Instagram page I'm not sure there's a difference anymore captioned one snap with quote this is America stop attacking your own people and leave Portland remember the oath you took to support and defend the constitution of the United States of America Feds, go home listen cunt You have no right to spit the Constitution's name out of your fucking harlot and cock-sucking mouth, you little bitch. I will completely remove the First Amendment and knock your fucking teeth out like I was saying all these cops do earlier. This cunt does not care at all about the Constitution. She only uses it in convenient circumstances. God, I hate her. I, I... Uh, the way like those devoted religious types hate you taking the Lord's name in vain, I really hate this cunt having the nerve to say anything about the Constitution. The Constitution says you have the right to peacefully assemble. Nothing about her actions was peacefully assembling. And she's not the press. She's not really part of the press, and she's not there for any journalistic reasons. She's there to masquerade as the press while she partakes in BLM and Antifa riots. This stupid, dumb... Feckless cunt has the nerve to reference the Constitution. Bitch, my name is literally James Madison. Don't pull that shit with me. I will come to Portland and find you myself. And roll the Constitution up and you shut up your ass. It'll be like a printed copy off the printer, not like an actual good version of it. But just so that she can really just so she can really internalize the document, you know? Ugh. Ah. The incident occurred amid sustained protests in the city following Memorial Day killing of George Floyd. George Floyd was not killed. He had a fucking overdose. Watch the footage. I believe Daily Mail also has exclusive ownership of that footage. And the thing about that footage is, it was, they tried to hide it, and I believe Daily Mail got their hands on it because of a freedom of information request. Uh, FOA? FOA? Um, Yeah, FOFA? Freedom of Information Act or whatever the fuck it is, and it shows the police walking up. You see George Floyd shoved, looks like he just like smacks himself in the mouth. No, he's shoving a fistful of fentanyl capsules in his fucking gullet. Why? Because George Floyd had numerous criminal accusations or numerous criminal charges against him. This is like that was like his fourth or fifth strike for a serious drug offense, and he knew it was going to go away for a long time. He didn't want to do that. The stupid nigga just downed a fistful of fucking fucking fentanyl and died. And if you watch the whole footage, before he got the knee on his neck, which he really should have had a knee on his neck, quite frankly. And I'm not saying that because he's black. I'm saying that because he's a low-life criminal that puts a gun to a pregnant woman's belly while his friends sexually assault her and rob her house. That happened. George Floyd broke into a so-called friend of his house while she was pregnant, held her at gunpoint with a gun to her belly while her friends sexually assaulted her and robbed her apartment. That happened. And we're supposed to sit here and pretend George Floyd is a patron saint. Fuck off and fuck that dead chimp. Oh yeah, flag this bitch. Go ahead, I know you want to. I have no sympathy for George Floyd or anyone that does have sympathy for him. George Floyd was a criminal. The world's better off without him. Now, should he have died over a counterfeit $20 bill? Of course not. And he didn't die over a $20 bill. He died over a fucking fentanyl overdose. And by the way, by the way, two out of three coroners said it was a fentanyl overdose that led to an enlarged heart, an embolism. embolism. They also, upon further inspection, found half of a fentanyl pill in the floor of the cop car or on the backseat of the cop car. So, no, George Floyd was not killed. And if you wanna say he was killed, he killed himself with a fucking fentanyl overdose, you dumbasses. Not you, listeners, you probably already know this, but still. <sighs> From June through July, there were protests virtually every day in the city. With tens of thousands of demonstrators Some of whom identify themselves as members of Antifa Oh, bet, bet Let's talk about Antifa Now, remember In the beginning of this article It says Continuous To this day There are violent riots and protests Now it's saying Just from June through July No Before June Through June and July Of fucking 2016 All the way through to today and the George Floyd thing, yes, started in like June, but it didn't stop in July. The George Floyd riots are still going on to this fucking day. Your wording, man, your wording is awful in this. More recently, in February, around 150 sus- suspected members of the violent anti fascist group took part in the protest against President Joe Biden's immigration policies. Vandalizing several businesses, including Starbucks, Chipotle, Umpqua, Bank, and Urban Pantry. So, three things on this. One, do not refer to Antifa as an anti-fascist group. You are using their language. They are a fascist group or a terror group. Do not refer to them as anti-fascists because they are not anti-fascists. They are the fascists. They are the terrorist organization that goes by Antifa do not use their fucking language because you only embolden them and give them a little bit more power when you use their bullshit language daily mail if I wrote this I would say the terror group known as Antifa not the anti-fascist group known as Antifa you fucking bitches and also uh what's in, a, what's in an urban pantry fried chicken watermelon kool-aid and uh <laughs> fentanyl pills Maybe a uh, uh, some unclaimed baby support checks. I'm just curious, would you find in an urban pantry? And uh, why are they? Why are they people protesting Joe Biden's immigration policy? Aren't they all for no borders? Isn't that basically what Joe Biden gave us? No borders. Have you seen the Mexican border? Spicks are pouring over by the fucking fistful at a time. Also, fun fact here. I love how how come out, how camel toe Cunt Harris had to come on and be like, hey don't come, do not come, and we, we have to do something about the border, because all we're going to do is embolden these coyotes, remember when Trump said the exact same thing about coyotes, I was like, Trump's so stupid, he thinks coyotes are bringing babies over the border, oh, man, Kamala Harris is so stupid, she thinks coyotes are bringing babies over the border, and by the way, yes, I have totally been using that since it happened, it's fun, <laughs> Well, that sucked, knocked over my drink anyway and I, I, I as you, you gathered from my episode two days ago, I fucking hate Starbucks, so the fact that they vandalized a Starbucks here is just, to my own chagrin I guess last month, two groups of radical protesters how about radical rioters last month, two groups of radical rioters who have, throughout the past year, represented Antifa and other far left causes were armed with weapons, body armor, shields, and flares, and marched through parts of the city. See, you call them armed protesters. It just doesn't sound right. Last month, two groups of radical protesters, ha- who have throughout the past year represented antifa and other far-left causes, were armed with weapons, body armor, shields, and flares and marched throughout the city see it's just so dishonest now let me read it the way i would have written it last month two groups of radical rioters who have throughout the past year represented antifa and other far-left causes were armed with weapons body armor shields and flares and marched throughout parts of the city see my version sounds a little bit more fucking honest doesn't it and it fits the rest of that paragraph a lot better than saying protesters daily mail the riots came as a, as violent skirmishes occurred worldwide during so-called May Day protests in favor of workers' rights that descended into anarchist free-for-all. Okay, so three things here. One, let me start from the bottom. Anarchist Antifa are not anarchists. Anarchists do not walk under the Antifa banner. There are three core guiding principles when it comes to anarchism. First one being NAP, the non-aggression principle, meaning your freedoms and your fist feel free to yell and shake your fist in my face as much as you want but as soon as your fist physically connects with my body in any fashion i then am allowed to respond in tone with self-defense so you enacted an initial act of aggression against me giving me the permission to strike you back that's the core of the non-aggression principle part two of the three guiding principles of anarchism is you do not speak for me this basically boils down to i am a sentient self-aware human being i can make my own choices and my own decisions as an adult and as a human being a state a city or another individual does not speak for me no one else will speak for me but myself and the third guiding principle of anarchism is Voluntarianism. Voluntarianism is the belief that every interaction, action, and you know relation should be on a voluntary basis. No one should force, coerce, or threaten you to do something against your will or something you wouldn't otherwise do. Those are the three guiding principles of Anarchism. And that goes across pretty much every school of Anarchy. Nothing about Antifa is anarchist they are only allowed to exist because of spineless democratic states that allow them to operate within their borders they are state sanctioned they are statist anarchist anarchy itself and anarcho beliefs are the antithesis of the state so to call them anarchist is doing a big fuck you to my entire political compass not just mine but across all schools of anarchism. Oh, yeah, and shout out to that one dumbass co worker who keeps telling me, yeah, anarchists are violent. Fuck off, you dumb bitch. And if you don't know what May Day is, May Day is like an international anarchist holiday. Tends to be used to be when anarchists would go out and protest. I think the origins of it are actually violent, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but basically, it's May 1st. May Day comes out of like, you know, when plans are going down. May Day, May Day, the system's crashing. That's kind of what the joke is. It's about as real of a holiday as May 4th or 420 hash bash day. It's one of those goofy things that really isn't a real thing. What? I did not read that whole article already, did I? Share comments on Portland's police. Wow, did I really read that whole fucking article? No shit! Wow, I got through that so much quicker. Last month, two groups of wow riots came as violent skirmishes. Whoa! No shit. Okay, so that was really the end of that article. I guess I said so much more in the first recording of this. Uh, This the first version of this recording was really like uh, about 50 minutes long. And i played multiple videos and had a bunch of talking points to go off of but uh fuck yeah really I, I guess that's it for this one uh i'm gonna have another article here to read of course the second article is from daily mail again seattle's first black police chief blames lack of respect for officers for her decision to resign after city council voted to defund the police force and cut 100 officers and this is by the Associ- associated pussies i mean associate press sorry and this was published the 11th of august 2020 you can probably remember the dates in that last story where you'll figure out why i went to august with this one from 2020 as well bullet points carmen best announced her retirement monday night that evening, the city council voted to cut her salary by ten thousand dollars to trim a officers from the force. She said Tuesday that she was okay with her pay cut, but not with having to lay off young officers. But many of them and many of the minorities hire many of the minority hires to improve the force's diversity. Okay, so first off two things on that exact point one diversity hires are a big fuck up big big fuck up if you are not qualified or have the requirements met or requirements needed for a job do not have that job i hate that shit you allow ignorant motherfuckers into colleges because they're minorities and they drag everyone else down with them same thing with workplaces and all that shit this is actually a really good 4chan meme that's been around for years it's the he that uh like black dude meme where it's like, uh, I think the famous one off 4chan. It's a uh, like a uh, it's like a white dude going in for a job and like all of his resume is exactly what she's looking for, and then he comes the black and he just draws a picture of a watermelon and some fried chicken, and then she takes it to her boss and goes, I really like this, you know, guy A, and the boss is like, Well, you have to you can't hire him. You have to hire a diversity. So she hires the fucking dude who just drew pictures, and it shows him at her desk and goes, She, Uh it's such a bad look, but I don't give a fuck. It's almost six in the morning. I'm reading you an article. All right. Give me some fucking slack. Another thing, this cop, she said she was okay with her pay cut, but not laying off officers. I can respect that. I don't like the idea of their. I don't like their being cops. They're all connected to the federal government and shit. But, but on a moral, she quit and she wasn't caring about her pay cut. She was upset that she had to lay off young cops. I get that I feel that now I'm kind of conflicted on this she did quit so I respect her for quitting she said no this is disrespectful as fuck I will not be part of this so I'll give her that Mayor Jenny Durkin praises best service and commitment to improving policing in the city on Monday well first off Jenny Durkin your praise is fucking worthless in light of you saying fuck you officers cut your funding and lay off people And let's face it, man, she wasn't mad about a $10,000 pay cut. I'd be pretty mad about that. On Monday, the city council voted to cut her annual $285,000 salary by $10,000. So she would go down to $275,000 a year. That's That's still not bad. Uh, definitely enough money to be pissed, as well as the salaries of her command staff. They also decided to trim as many as a hundred officers from the force of a thousand. Whoa, okay, that's not even a huge force. That's that's a pretty noticeable number. Through layoffs and attrition, Seattle's first black chief. Wow, Seattle. All of this time, you only had one black police chief. Man, I wonder y'all were aiming for diversity hires. What the fuck? And you made her quit. Good job. Seattle's first black police chief, who enjoyed deep support in its minority communities, is stepping down in protest of cuts made by city council that see a reduction of almost 100 officers, most of them minorities, So, in response to BLM saying defund the police, they laid off mostly minority cops. And uh, BLM's own confusion hurt itself. She said Tuesday that she was okay with her pay cut, but not with having to lay off young officers. Many of the minorities hired hired in part to improve the department's diversity. Quote, that for me, I'm done. Can't do it. She said at a news conference. Ooh, is there a video of this? One of the stupid fucking ad-ends? Quote, it's really about the overarching lack of respect for the officers. Cameron Best announced her retirement Monday night, but clarified her motivations during a Tuesday press conference. I wish this stupid fucking ad would end so I can just play this video and you can hear the audio of what she had to say. But it's gotta be the world's longest fucking ad ever. Some bullshit that no one cares about. Oh God. More ads? Really? That's not even related to this topic. Fuck you. Oh, oh, and the one that's actually what I want has an ad on it. Go fucking figure. Uh, waiting for it to load. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hurry up and fucking load. There we go.
2: Just a day after Seattle City Council approved a reduction in the budget of the city's police department, Seattle Police Chief Carmen Bess, the city's first black police head, publicly announced her resignation Tuesday, effective September 2nd.
1: Uh, For me personally, this was a decision I wrestled with, but it was time. I will always be a police officer. It's who I am, but ultimately, as I learned from a former boss... When you know it's time to
2: go, you know it's time to go. This comes on the heels of the city's police department in June, struggling on what to do about a protest zone set up near downtown Seattle that became the scene of several shootings and a war of words between city leaders and President Donald Trump. By a vote of 7 to 1 Monday, the city council approved a revised 2020 budget that reduced the police department's budget by $3.5 million, less than 1% of the department's $409 million, though deeper cuts may be on the horizon. The cuts also fall well short of the 50% demanded by protesters following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. The rebalanced budget reduces executive pay and eliminates 100 police officers. Defunding advocates oppose the militarization of U.S. police forces and say officers are called on to deal with issues like addiction, mental illness, and homelessness that could be better addressed by social services. Law enforcement supporters say cuts to police spending will lead to more crime. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin. There is not a quick fix. There is no one-size-fits-all solutions.
0: This is just hard painful work based on a willingness to see and to trust in our common humanity. The
2: cause is urgent, the pain is deep, and the need for ferocity is real. Current Assistant Police Chief Adrian Diaz will be taking over as Interim Police Chief in September.
0: Uh, fun read. Best, a military veteran who joined the department in 1992, was named chief two years ago. Mayor Jenny Durkin initially left her off a list of finalists for the job, but selected her after an outcry from community groups who had long known Best and wanted her to be chosen. Wow, Durkin. What made you not want to choose her? I'm going to just assume here, since you're a Democrat, and she was the first black police chief you ever had. It's probably because uh, your city's racist as hell, or at least you are. Really? This She's a veteran. And first off, if for some reason you listen to this, thank you for your service, ma'am. I greatly appreciate it. See, I respect the armed branches. I don't respect the police. Which, I guess, is part of why she quit. Uh, this lady was a veteran. Now, quite frankly, I kind of like more veterans in places like policing. Why? Because I'm pretty confident veterans would be like, Mmm, that's unconstitutional. I won't do that. But, uh, yeah, Durkin. Mmm. Didn't want to hire a black veteran for the police chief job? Mmm. Durkin praised best services and... Commitment to improving policing in, in the city Tuesday. She noted the best had established a quote collaborative policing bureau to focus on youth violence prevention and other issues. Added mental health workers in precincts. Fuck off. You know what? Yeah, like I said before, how about instead of sending police, you send a bunch of social workers with clipboards into a violent mob? Just do it. Actually, I think uh, I'm pretty sure some city actually did say they're gonna replace every one of their cops with like trained social workers. Do it, just do it. Oh God, do it. It's one of those things where like the escalationist in me or the accelerationist in me just gets so happy. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Make do your horrible, horrible decisions so people can die and you can learn from your actions before more people die. Same thing with like all passing all these uh, fucking gender-neutral bathrooms. Let the first child get raped. So it can end. Just do your, let your experiment happen, let the horrible, horrific, obvious outcome happen, and then we can put a fucking kebab and a capiche on this shit. All right. And uh, about that general neutral bathroom thing, sexual assault and raping of minors has happened in these general neutral bathrooms, but you won't see those hitting the presses at all. Quote. Of all the major cities in America, Seattle had the chief that not only understands and lived experience in the lived experience of black America, because it is her experience, but has the deep experience in policing needed to change it, Durkin said, but she was not your first choice. You're saying these nice things now, but this article said, she was not your first choice. Sounds like you didn't want to hire the black chick. But you were forced to because the community said we want this black chick and now you're trying to be like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's great she's hurt for the job totally wanted her the whole time hmm and let me just say man Durkin's an ugly bitch I do like the flag of that though their flag's George Washington hmm Jenny Durkin praised oh, same shit Shame. same shit Deputy Chief Adrian Diaz who heads the Collaborative Policing Bureau Wow, so they rebranded it. The CPB was named Interim Interim Chief of Chief when Best's resignation takes effect September second. Durkin said she would not begin looking to hire a permanent replacement, given the city's dire economic outlook. Amid the pandemic as well as uncertainty about the future role of policing. City council members, such a stupid fucking, city council members and residents alike had criticized Durkin for, and best for the de- secret last name is best, and I, my brain all wants to be like Durkin and best, but it's not. well oh, it is. I'm sorry. City council members and residents alike had criticized Durkin and best for the department's response to protest metal riot to riots be honest the response to riots i'm going to read this properly city council members and residents alike had criticized durkin and best for the department's response to riots against police brutality prompted by george floyd's george floyd's overdose i will not let you i will not read your article the way you have it written because that's a lie george floyd was not murdered or killed Died of a fucking overdose that he gave himself. So if anything you want to say, George Floyd's suicide. All this over a man killing himself. In lieu of going to jail. And and just honestly, I know I see people all the time, like, well, George Floyd had a daughter to go home to. He was not part of his daughter's life. At all. Like, do some investigation into this shit. Prompted by, okay... City council members and residents alike had criticized Durkin and Best for the department's response to riots against police brutality prompted by George Floyd's suicide. Officers repeatedly used tear gas, blast balls, and pepper spray and other less lethal weapons indiscriminately and at times without provocation. Bullshit. Prompting a federal judge to restrain their use. Yeah, a Seattle judge. But insisted that officers had the right to defend themselves. You roll back their ability to defend themselves and then say you have the right to defend yourself. Fuck you, you spineless judge. May you never sit at that seat ever again. Many of her supporters, even those who consider the department's riot response heavy-handed, saw her retirement as unfortunate. Again... I'm gonna edit some of the words in here because I do not like you referring to violent people who burn down cities as protesters. My ass sitting in front of uh, a Planned Parenthood with like 50 other pro-lifers, that's a protest. Me burning down a Planned Parenthood is a riot. Don't fucking mince your fucking words. Again, I will read this article, but from now on, in lieu of protest... I am going to use the word riot or rioter. Keep that in mind as I go forward with this article. Seattle police officers deploy pepper spray as they clash with protesters following Youth Day of Action and Solidarity with Portland demonstration in Seattle, Washington, July 5th, 2020. Alright, I mean, this is a, this is an interesting picture here. I have no context. I cannot comment too well on it. I have a bunch of people here holding up signs. People have their hands up in the air, and I see a cop firing pepper spray into the crowd. So this, this picture, I don't know if it's selectively edited or not, but this picture does make the cops look bad. Quote, all these organizations that have been pushing for police reform. That's what we need. We do need police reform. If you're going to... If you want to do anything with the police or the system we currently have, they do need to be reformed. Start by removing the federal government's money. Thank you. All these organizations that have been pushing for police reform, we believe Chief Best is a good chief, said Lin, Lin Tai, managing director of the Vietnamese Community Leadership Institute. Quote, we want her at the helm. Well, she does sound like the best choice for the job. Black Lives Matter, Seattle King, whoa, that's a name, Seattle King, oh no, sorry, Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization, mind you, Black Lives Matter, Seattle King County issued a statement demanding that the council stop prioritizing performative actions that solely suggest the appearance of change. Ah, that's flawless logic right there. I actually can't say anything bad about that. That kind got of about point. Yeah, a lot of these actions are just performative. Sort of like uh, the Kowalski's getting dearmed. That shit was all a performance. Why? Because they have more guns. It's just like, look, we arrested them and took their two guns that were used in this one incident away, but they labeled it, we took their guns. It's like, no, you took the two guns that were already unable to fire because the firing pin was taken. Actually, on a side note with that whole whole Oski couple story, the guns had the firing pin reversed on them so they could not actually be used to fire. They were more there for show, hence why her finger was on the trigger. Now, when the uh, people who do, like, go over the evidence and shit went through it, they actually dismantled the guns, put them back together the firing pins back in the working order, and said, oh look, they're working firearms. So, there's a great argument that the police department modified evidence to make it more damning. I want to see the Cape Fear remake with the Kowalski couple going up to these people. And do not vote for Mr. Kowalski. He is a spineless pussy. Uh, there's a picture he took of these cops and they raided his home where he his fire after. He said, these are the cops doing their job. Do not hate these cops. Fuck you. Spineless pussy. I hope you lose. And you get the same nerve to claim that you're gonna be the uh, strong advocate for the Second Amendment. Bullshit. Bullshit, you lying, fat old beast. Fuck. <clears throat> oh, by the way, uh, same thing. These two guns that the state get after the court case are being melted down. And that's abnormal. It's just more performance. Usually it's either uh, dismantled and scrapped uh, or is returned to the resident or the original owner it's unusual to have them melted down quote it does nothing to further our fight by authentic, for authentic police accountability and the safety of black lives how about just the safety of lives by the way, Black Lives Matter is a black supremacist, black supremacist group and don't be fooled. Well then again, BLM is fooled. They think Rodney King's Or, not Rodney King. They think uh, Sean King's black. Dude, Sean King's whiter than I am. What the fuck are you talking about? Sean King is like a buffalo Bill. He puts on Blackface and dances in the mirror with shackles on his and he goes, "Would you oppress me? I'd oppress me. I'd oppress me so hard. That's Sean, that's what Sean King does every day in the mirror. Just dances naked with the dick tucked between his legs and fucking slave ship shackles on his wrist and ankles dancing oh, I press me. Oh. anyway, back to the article. Uh let me just restart that one. It does nothing to further our fight for authentic police accountability and the safety of black lives and the first black woman to hold the position of chief of police in of seattle police department has been forced out of her job by seattle city council the organization 50
1: 50
0: uh yes the city council did fuck her over and cut her pay and force her to lay off people but they did that in response to you faggots that's what that action was in response of it was in response of Black Lives Matters and Antifa saying, defund the police, destroy the police, a a ACAP, whose streets are streets. It was in response to you motherfuckers that she's got the pressure put on her by the state and the city that made her resign. It is 50-50, half on the state and half on you motherfuckers. So don't sit here, BLM, and act like, oh, wow, 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 I got to understand why you're getting rid of the first black woman. Because of you, motherfuckers. U.S. Attorney General William Barr. I kind of miss Barr. I kind of, I don't I don't want to call him a traitor, because I don't know all the internal working. It's safe to call Mike Pence a traitor. I don't know if it's safe to call Barr a traitor. I'm not too informed on the whole why he exited the situation thing. Probably because he is a swamp creature, but I don't know. Anyway, U.S. Attorney General William Barr also lamented Betts' departure. Quote, This experience should be a lesson to state and local leaders about the real cost of irresponsible proposals to defund the police. The council voted Monday to cut the department's current $400 million budget by less than 1%, (laughs) which advocates describe as a down payment on more ambitious cuts, of course it is, including the removing of 911 dispatch And other changes? What the fuck? Do you mean to tell me Seattle has no 911? But should you step out to defend yourself against a violent mob of Cunt Lives Matters and the Black Square Patrol? Wow. You get arrested and locked up with your guns taken away from you, But there is no 911 for you to call. God. Again, to my international listeners, this is the American policing system. Do you see why I do not like it? The Australian, people. I love Australia right now, by the way. Y'all fucking with China, I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate Sky News for every honest thing y'all say over there. Australia, I love you. Do not fucking change. Council members, Lorena Gonzalez, Uh, Teresa Mosquata and Tammy Morales, Morales? Anyway, issued a joint statement Tuesday saying they would be saddened by Best's sudden departure. Separately, member Lisa Herbold Herbold, called Best's decision, quote, a staggering loss to leadership of the black and brown community. It sounds like her departure was a loss to the entire fucking community of everybody, regardless of your race. Why? You know, for not being racist, you certainly make race a major topic, BLM. But you're not racist, right? And this lady, she's not racist, right? She's just focusing on, on the detriment of black and brown people in the community. You know, it's a detriment to the whole community, right? There are yellow people, white people, brown people, purple people, eaters probably. It is Portland. You never know what you'll find. Again, do the Tinder experiment. Set your location to Seattle, Portland, and look at the clowns that pop up. And read their bios. It's hilarious. Anyway. Herbold said she was sorry if best felt targeted or disrespected by the council's actions. And we have a video here.
1: Hello, I want to take a few minutes to speak to you, my fellow members of the Seattle Police Department. There have been a lot of questions about the current city budget process, especially with all of the political statements that have been made around drastically cutting funding to the police department. I too have plenty of questions, but at this point, this is what we know. The last few months have been unprecedented for our city, our country, and our world. Businesses have closed, unemployment remains high, and those working are still often telecommuting. It's a world none of us could have ever seen. This has had a dramatic effect on the city's budget. The mayor and the city council have each discussed different pathways to fill the budget gap the city faces. To be honest with you, no matter which way things go, there will be further cuts, not only to SPD, but citywide. Our Seattle Police Department budget team is working to save us and ensure the community remains safe. We want to avoid furloughs and layoffs. But at this point, I have to be honest, there are possibilities for SPD and other departments to see those cuts. The murders of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and other tragedies have given a new energy to ongoing conversations around public safety and demands for change. Communities across the nation are reevaluating how to ensure public safety. I will fiercely advocate that we focus on realistic, rational, and responsible solutions, not political gestures or pandering or political posturing. I do not believe we should ask the people of Seattle to test out a theory that crime goes away if police go away. That is completely reckless. It's an abdication of the duty every leader of the city swears to when they take their oath of office. I think each of you is important and essential to the city, and it is my goal to make sure that the people of Seattle know and understand that. I can make this promise to you. I will share information whenever possible. To the patrol officers who respond to crimes while they're happening, thank you. To the detectives bringing justice to families of assault, murder, robbery, and rape victims, thank you. To the 911 dispatchers handling crisis calls and civilian employees focused solely on making data and records more open and transparent and accessible, thank you. To our crisis intervention teams who work directly with mental health professionals to connect people in desperate need of help to vital services, thank you. I care deeply about this city, I care deeply about all of you, and just like you, I want to make Seattle a better place. Let's take care of ourselves and one another. Thank you for watching.
0: So allow me to touch on two things been- about what she just said. One, again, George Floyd was not killed, the stupid motherfucker gave himself an overdose, and about Brianna Taylor. I mean, it's tragic, but again, as someone who's from both Detroit and Ipsy, let me be the first to tell you, she dated a drug dealer and got caught in the crossfire. Oops. Oops. Furthermore, we can't act like she was an innocent saint either. Uh, And if I remember correctly, she also was armed in that conflict as well. She dated a wanted drug dealer. Now, you could say the war on drugs is what killed Breonna Taylor, and that would be a completely honest, irrefutable fact. The war on drugs has killed countless people that wouldn't be criminals if the war on drugs, if drugs were not federally illegal. If drugs were on a state-by-state basis, there would be a lot less of these criminals, quote, around criminals, and Breonna Taylor probably wouldn't have happened, or probably wouldn't have been killed if the war on drugs wasn't a thing. But that doesn't stop it from being a thing and her being shackled up with a drug dealer's dick in her when the cops kicked in the door. Then she got up and tried to get involved with it and got fucking murked. Maybe don't do that? Anyway. Quote, every major city in the nation has a police chief who is learning that leadership means understanding that they need to figure out how to accept and, and get their departments to accept that the public wants less policing and more community safety, Herbal said, which again is not true. Polls show that specifically in minority communities, they want more cops. Black America specifically wants more police. You know who keeps saying we want less cops? Fucking white people. And, why the, and what do the fucking white people say? We want black people want less police. I guarantee you, Herbold is a white bitch. I fucking promise you that. I don't know for sure. I'll look it up, and if I'm wrong, I'll tell you so. But I'm willing to bet it. Just look this up real quick, or I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll read you an article about that statistics. And this hasn't changed. This has been consistent. Actually, it's risen over the years. Black America says there are not enough cops out there. And they don't care the race of the cops. As long as the cops are good. Now I would say there's no such thing as a good cop. Because they're all puppets for the feds. And will do whatever the feds tells them to. But still. And that is the end of that article. Hmm. Yep. That is the end of this article. Now let's see. What's her name? Do, do 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 Herbold 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 Where's her first fucking name? Lisa Herbold. Okay, let's look this up. Lisa Herbold. Oh wow, wow! Look at that, a white bitch. Look at that, boys. I'm a fucking fortune teller that's so raven i can see it clearly yeah a white bitch speaking for black america hey black america how do you feel about this white bitch telling you what you want what you need what the needs of your community are don't you love it don't you love how white democrats feel like they can tell black america what black america wants and needs and then speak for black america mind you this is a white democrat white democrats had slaves <laughs> Democrats were the slave owners in America. So, yeah, again, let's just enjoy the fact that a white Democrat is speaking on behalf of black America. Now, let me pull up that article about people wanting more policing in their fucking communities. This is from Gallup. Now, I don't know what Gallup is... Gallup does polls. They do generalized polls. I'm not sure if there's a particular leaning they have, but I tend to like Rasmussen more, but there doesn't seem to be a Rasmussen poll on this. Anyway, black Americans want police to retain local presence, and this is by Linda Sad, S-A-A-D, or would it be Linda Sad? Anyway, the story highlights black Americans a bit more likely than most other groups to see police locally. Point two, still most 81%. This is, this is most want police to spend the same amount of time or more time in their area. And it says that's at 81%. Part three, big racial gaps seen in views of police fairness and perceived bias. Washington, D.C. When asked whether they want the police to spend more time in the same, more time, the same amount of time or less time than they currently do. In their area, most black Americans, 61%, want the police presence to remain the same. This similar to the 67% of all US adults preferring status quo, including 71% of white Americans. Meanwhile, nearly equal proportions of black Americans say they would like to would like the police to spend a lot more time in their area, 20% as they'd 20% said They'd like them to spend less time there. You know, right here we have preference for amount of time police spend in your area. The question here is: would you rather the police spend more time, the same amount of time, or less time as they do spending in your area? Black Americans, more time, 20%, uh, same amount of time, 60%, and less time 19%. You'll notice less time is in the minority group of that american whites or as we call them anglo or saxon american america's what, american's white more time 17% same amount of time 71% and less time 12% hispanic americans more time 24% Uh, Same amount of time, 59%, less time, 17%. Asian Americans, more time, 9%. Same amount of time, 63%, and less time, 28%. U.S. adults, on whole, more time, 19%. Same amount of time, 67%, and less time, 14%. So as you can see here, across the fucking board, Americans, Americans all together want more police or the same amount of policing and the minority group here being the 19% of black Americans the 12% of white Americans my phone fell asleep and Hispanic Americans at 17% and Asian Americans at 28% now Asian Americans are the highest number of people who want less police for some reason I don't know why but on whole all of America that was polled only 14 percent of americans say we want less police but 67 percent say the same amount and 19 percent say more so unilaterally people more people want more cops and more people want the same amount of cops and less people want less cops as a whole but let's not forget that white bitch uh i forgot her name already something bold said black americans want less police that white liberal from portland spoke on behalf of all According to her, all black people want less police that is a downright fucking lie and as a politician that stupid bitch should know better than to run her mouth before she does her fucking research after all the same thing goes for joe jorgensen who was the Libertarian frontrunner, until so she came out all pro-BLM, and the entire Libertarian Party either went with her or ripped itself in half. Only 15% of the Libertarians ended up supporting her in the end, and the rest of them went to war with each other over her. And both groups split off. Anyway, back to these articles. These findings are from June 23rd and July 6th. Gallup Panel Survey, administrated by Webb in English and conducted as part of the newly launched Gallup Center on Black Voices. The study includes large samples of Black, Hispanic, and Asian Americans, weighed to their correct proportions of the population. Of these four racial-slash-ethnic groups, Asian Americans are the most likely to want less police presence where they live, with 28% saying this. The contrast with 12% of White Americans and 70% of Hispanic Americans and 19% of Black Americans. Now, little difference by race and local exposure to police. The survey also asked Americans to estimate how often they see police in their neighborhood. Black Americans reported exposure to local police is slightly above the national average with 32% saying they see the police often or very often in their neighborhood. This compares with 22% of white Americans and 21% of Asian Americans. And Hispanic experience is similar to the black Americans with 28% often seen where they live. Now remind you, these groups, black and Hispanic and white, specifically say they like the amount of time they see the cops and they would like to see more in some cases. Keep that in mind. Most other black Americans, 41%, say they sometimes see police in their area, matching the national average, while another 27% say they rarely or never see them. Frequency in which Americans see their local police. Black Americans very often see them 32% of the time, sometimes 41% of the time, and rarely, if never, 27% of the time. White Americans very often see police 23%, 22%, sometimes at 42%, and rarely if never at 36%. Hispanic Americans, 28% say say they see them very often, 37% say sometimes, and rarely if never at 34%. Asian Americans, very often 21%, sometimes 47%, and rarely if never 32%. U.S. adults, very often is 24%. Now, sometimes it's 41%, and rarely, if never, is at 35% I live, growing up, I lived in a neighborhood that the police would often at least two to three times drive through the neighborhood and that's only because the Washtenaw County deputy, like head deputy or chief or whatever the fuck, lived in my neighborhood that probably has something to do with it the slightly hmm the slightly Evelated frequency elevated sorry the slightly frequent the slightly elevated frequency with which black americans see police in their neighborhood has limited impact on their preferences for changing the local police presence black americans want to see more police keep that in mind I'm noticing some of the wording here about a th- third of black Americans who say they often see the police in their neighborhood think the police should spend less time there, 34%. However, the majority of adults in this group think they should spend the same amount of time, 56%, or more time at 10%. Black Americans desire for reduced presence drops to 16%. Black Americans desire for reduced police presence dropped to 16% for those who quote sometimes see the police and eight percent for those who rarely or never see the police black americans preference for time police spend in their neighborhood results according to frequency in which they see the local police uh more time is very often at 10 percent uh sometimes at 24 percent and really if never at 25 percent same amount of time is at 56% at very often, and 60% at sometimes, and 67% at never. Less time at 34% very often, and I fucking think he's falling asleep on me. And 16% say they sometimes want them, and rarely if never is at 8% black Americans lack assurance police enforcement will go well. Although black Americans seem about as comfortable as Americans overall with the amount of police presence where they live, they differ markedly in their perception of how their local police might treat them if they were to interact with them. Fewer than one in five Americans feel very confident that the police in their area would treat them with courtesy and respect while similar to 24% of Asian Americans saying the same, it is markedly lower than 40% of the Hispanic Americans and 56% of white Americans who feel that way. So Hispanic Americans feel a lot more safe around cops than black dudes do. than black folk in general. Interesting, interesting. But their statistics are very similar to each other. Hmm who feel this way. This could either stem from Black Americans' own negative experience with the police or from a familiarity with people who have had negative encounters with law enforcement. I'm a white dude and I've been beaten down by cops for no good reason before. And I mean no good reason. i mistaken identity. When factoring in those who are at least somewhat confident that the police would treat them well, a majority of Black Americans, 61%, are generally confident, but this is still below the 85% seen nationally, including 91% of white Americans. Confidence about receiving positive treatment by police. If you had an interaction with the police in your area, how confident are you that they would treat you with courtesy and respect? Black Americans are very confident at 18%, somewhat confident at 43%, and not confident at 27%, and not at all at 12%. White Americans are very confident at 56%, somewhat confident at 35%, not too confident at 17%, and not at all confident at 5%. Hispanic Americans very confident at 40%, somewhat confident at 37%, and not too confident at 17%, and not confident at all at 5%. Asian Americans, very confident at 24%, somewhat confident at 54%. And not too confident at 16, and not at all confident at six. U.S. adults in general, 46% are very confident with the police, 37% are somewhat confident, not too confident at 11%, and not at all at four. Black Americans' preference for the amount of police time, for the amount of time police spend in their area, is modestly related to their expectations about receiving fair treatment. However, 59% of the relatively small group of black americans who are quote not at all confident in the police that the police would treat them with courtesy and respect on the police to spend less time in their neighborhood the majority of other black americans include those who are quote not too confident about receiving considerate ow, considerate police treatment what the po- ah. want the police to spend the same amount of time with additional percentages favoring more time. Black Americans' preference for the amount of time police spend in their neighborhood results according to their confidence that the police would treat them with courtesy and respectfully. Quote, More time, more time is at 24% and, or wait, what? More time, very confident at 24%, somewhat confident at 19%, not too confident at 19%, and not all confident at 18%. Same amount of time. 68% were very confident, and 71% were somewhat confident, and 56% not too confident, and 23% not at all. And the people who said less time are 7% confident or 7% very confident, 10% somewhat confident, 25% not a, not too confident, and 59% at zero confidence. And these polls are from 2020. I didn't find a more recent one. I, I should probably look for a more recent one. Notably, simply having interaction with the police in the past year has no bearing on black Americans' pre- preference for local police presence in their area. 79% of those who have had an interaction with the police in the past 12 months say they want the police to spend more time or the same amount of time in their neighborhood. 21% only favor less time. 82% of those who have ha- who have not had an interaction want the same or greater police presence than the 18% who want less. What does what does matter is wait, what what does matter is the quality of interaction? Does matter? What does matter? Yeah, it's lit in here. Look it up. Look it up in here. Gallup poll has it in here. What does matter is? What does matter is? The fuck? That's not even good English. What does matter is the quality of the interaction? 45% of Americans who report not being treated with courtesy and respect by the police within the last 12 months, 12 months, want less police presence in their neighborhood. Meanwhile, 55% of them want the same or more presence. By contrast, just 13% of those who did feel they were treated respectfully want the police to spend less time in their neighborhood. 87% of them want, their as, want them there as much or more often. Bottom line, it's not so much the volume of interactions black Americans have with the police that troubles them or differentiates them from other racial groups, but rather the quality of those interactions. Most black Americans want the police to spend, less, to spend at least as much time in their area as they currently do, indicating that they value the need for the service that the police provide. However, the exposure comes with more trepidation for black than white or hispanic americans about what they might experience in the police encounter and those harboring the least confidence that they will be treated well or who have had negative encounters in the past are much more likely to want the police presence curtailed no shit seems kind of obvious these results correspond with gallup's previous reported findings that show only 22% of black Americans favor abolishing police departments. However, the vast majority believe reform is needed with upwards of 90% favoring specific reforms aimed at improving police relations with the communities they serve and preventing or pushing abusive police behavior. In these findings, police policy, sorry, in these findings, policymakers may find a path forward that helps the police both protect communities and establish relations that make all the citizens feel good about their presence. And that's how that ends. So, the lesson here today, folks, is if you're a white liberal, you do not speak for black Americans. You do not speak for black America. In fact, you don't speak for white America. You are some uppity cunt from Portland who thinks she knows best. If you would have just done a simple Gallup look, apparently, you'd see you were fucking wrong. See, even before I even read that article, I saw these statistics like a year ago, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. <sighs> Don't you love it? It's always a white, liberal thing that she knows what the black community wants. And it, they're never right. They are never fucking right. Why? Because they're trying to speak for a community that A, they are not part of, and B, do not understand, and C, have no business trying to represent I believe it was also in Seattle they said if we keep sending cops or bring back cops, we have to send black cops to black areas, white cops to white areas. And I find that plan absolutely fucking hilariously in It's ignorant. Anyway, this has been Inside Four Walls. I am James Madison, your host, the only ANCAP this side of the Great Divide. And as always, I hope to see you on the other side of the Great Divide. Peace.
2: If he gets up, we'll all get up, it'll be anarchy!